Hello, everybody, and welcome to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. My name is Brad Shattuck, and I am your host. This podcast is about my personal experiences, stories, and events with dealing with borderline personality disorder, otherwise known as BPD. My experiences with BPD is due to my wife, now ex-wife, who I have been with for 34 years, was diagnosed with BPD in 2012. And I want to share my experiences with you so that if you are someone who has somebody in your life with BPD, that you may relate to what I'm saying along with my personal tips and suggestions that may or may not work in your specific situation. And if you are someone who has been diagnosed or think you may have BPD, that you may recognize the signs and understand the havoc and turmoil that it can have around people that are involved in your life. Let me caution you that I am in no way qualified or certified in the field of mental health and that my personal suggestions are merely my personal opinion and do not recommend that anybody take any mental health therapy into their own hands, but to personally seek out the help from a professional in the field of mental health. And furthermore, if you are a couple, you might even consider counseling to help further your relationship a little bit better. So with that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you for listening to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. This is Brad Chaddock, I'm your host. And uh, sorry I have not had an episode up for a while. I've been through a bunch of shit. Um, I think I mentioned in my last episode, my wife finally got evicted out of her mother's house, which was sold uh, through an estate. The sheriff came and evicted her. I was there. But unfortunately, we were uh, fighting. She was splitting three days before that happened. So... Um, she was still in that mode even the day um, she was getting thrown out so there was no um, you know you think that she would have appreciated me being there and helping and trying to support her but fortunately no matter what the case is it seems like women with BPD when they're splitting there's no situation where they'll change and um, go back into a good mood as far as I've never seen but anyways um, so after we got the necessities in the car. They were giving us 15 minutes, turned it into 45 minutes. She um, told me she wanted me to leave. And the sheriff came over and said, you know, she's telling you to leave, you gotta leave. So since that day, she has not um, talked to me. This is um, four days after Thanksgiving, so November. The end of November, all of December, January, February. She hasn't spoken to me. She hasn't answered any of my text um, or social media. Uh, no, I've seen on her Instagram, she's posting pictures, pisses me off seeing her smile and stuff, but I've been listening to um, a really good podcast uh, about breakups, and one thing that used to piss me off is when we would break up, you know, especially now, I see pictures of her posting, smiling, and I'm like, how the fuck did she smile? You know, I'm crying, I'm hurting, but this lady said everybody handles pain in their own special way. Uh, some people... They want everybody to think they're happy. So they post pictures of them being happy, but they may be hurting really hard. She may be hurting more than me, but she's putting on this facade, and I almost believe that's true, that she is really hurting. Um, so it's a really good podcast I'm listening to. Uh, but what this episode is about is um, categories of negative feelings and emotions and hurt how they kind of make a 360-degree circle and attack every possible thing about you uh, to make a complete circle 
to hurt you. So that's what this episode is about. So stick with me and uh, we'll get on with the podcast. Welcome back, and uh, so this episode is about 360 degree um, complete category of negative hurt emotions, and I used to like never really think they tried making a complete circle. It's just you know you're a bad father, bad husband, you're a bad lover, you're a bad friend, but in essence, what they're really trying to do is anything that you are to them or anything you think you are. That they might have, you know, congratulated in the past, or you know, really put you up on a pedestal. They're gonna knock that stuff down, take it back, and say, "This is really how I feel about you." And all the things I ever, um, you know, said you were good at. You know, I lied. You know, I felt sorry for you. So you gotta think about it. You know, I used to think, you know, she was just randomly hitting everything. You know, pushing all my buttons. But it's very smart. They're very, very. Um, like, when they're in their BPD splitting mode, they're, you know, all they do is, that, that that side of her, all that is all negative. So they get a lot of practice on being a bitch, being hurtful, being negative. You know, the other side is just the opposite. So when you think about it, that side, that's all that side is about. So that side is perfect and always practicing and, um, you know, mastering being negative. So, of course, you know, um, when we split, I've sat, sat and think about it, and she always used to say I was such a great father. I knew I was. So you have to remember, oh, when they attack you, just remember, you know the truth. And when they used to tell you, it's very, you know, I used to get confused. I'm like, you know, was I really a bad father? I mean, she's really saying, I lied, I felt sorry for you, you really are a bad father. And you really believe it. They're so convincing like I said, it's um, it's almost like, you know, um, say you're an actor, you know, you could be a professional actor and, you know, like say be a bad person on TV, but be a really good person in real life. So you get two parts and some of these actors are really good. That's what they are with BPD. They're really good at being negative. That's their thing. <laughs> That's, you know, what, what they're all about. So she would sit there and say, you know, you're a bad father. Uh, you're the other one who got the kids into drugs. Uh, you never there when they were growing up. Um, and then, you know, your bad husband. Um, you know, you never showed love. Um, you never paid attention to me. You never did this. You never did that. You know, you were a bad lover. You know, I felt uh, when you were doing it, it was just, you know, for your own pleasure that you didn't, you know, care about me. You were thinking of somebody else. And then, of course, they say you're bad in bed. You know, you never please them. You, um... You know, so when you think about it, everything that you are to them, you know, a husband, you're a father, a friend, a lover, everything that they ever said good about you, they're going to bring back and say it was bad. And I used to think, I'm like, that's true. Everything she ever said good about me, she's now attacking me. So why would they do all those things? Exactly. Because they want to take back anything that the good side of them said was good. Now, you have to remember, if you know these people, you know it's a lie. BPD is a big freaking lie. BPD is um, a bitch. It's it's a professional bitch. And 
all it is is a fake side of them. It's, you know, if you know that person enough, like I know my wife, we've been with her for 34 years. She was 16, I was 18. I know her, I know her better than herself. When she says she loves me, I know she loves me. When she says I was a good husband, I know I was good. You know, and I didn't need her to confirm it, but it does feel good to have somebody tell you. Of course it does. And it hurts when they tell you, you know, the negative. Now, I'm not going to say that, you know, from now on, oh, well, you know, you know, Brad just said, you know, it's all negative and, you know, we know it's not true. It's still going to hurt. Of course it is. You know, it's going to feel like it's real. You know, this person that loves you and devoted themselves to you and you devote yourself to them is telling you, you know, I'm going to tell you right now, I really didn't mean this stuff. I only said it because I felt I had to. Um, you know, I felt sorry for you. You know, so I stayed with you. I wanted to leave you. And she's going even deep and said, you know what? When I make love to you, I think of somebody else. You know, they really want to hurt you. She says, you know, um, um, I'm really in love with somebody else. Um, when I'm laying with you, I'm thinking of somebody else. She really gets down and dirty. But everybody says, all right, well, that's not an excuse. Why the hell do you stay with her? Me, my personal thing is, I love her so much that the average time in a month that we get along is probably maybe 10, maybe 14 days. That's half a month. So I put up with 14 days or 15 days of hell, not in a row, but you know, three days here, five days here, two days here, maybe a day here, but it usually averages out to half a month. I put up with the abuse, uh, the emotional abuse, sometimes the physical abuse, and the torturing, it hurts fucking bad. Of course it does. It fucking hurts. You know, when she's attacking me, but I try hard to remember she just says stuff. She doesn't really mean it. And the more I've done that, the more I can sit there and almost smile. Not smile to antagonize her, but to know this is not my wife. This is another side of her. It's not her. This side has no education. It's not smart. It's stupid. This side of her has no hobbies. This side of her has no interest. This side of her has no love whatsoever. It's all hate. It's a fake side of her. It's not her. And the more I convince myself of that, I can smile inside and say, you know what? You're such a freaking loser. BPD, you're a scumbag. Bring my wife back. So I sit there and listen to it, knowing now it's fake. When she says, oh, you're a bad husband. No, I'm not. I was a good husband. I used to come home from work. I couldn't wait to get home to be with my wife. I would come home and tell her, I'm so, oh my God, I love you so much. You know, I missed you. Um, I hate working hours. I wish I was a millionaire and I didn't have to work. Um, you know, I know I was a good husband. I really was. I treated her very nice. Um, I know I did. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I'll tell you right now, if I could rate myself one to 10, one being the worst, 10 being the greatest, I'd rate myself a seven or eight. I really do pat myself on the back. I know a lot of people have told me, you were really good to her. You loved her. I did. I wanted to be, every, any minute I was not working, I wanted to be with my wife and I was with my wife. I didn't have friends. I didn't go hang out with people. I went home right from work um, on the weekends. I spent every minute with my kids and my wife. I was a good father. I was a good husband. I was a good lover. And when we made love, it was all about her. So all these things are lies. So I know after BPD is going to done running its fucking mouth, my wife comes back, and there's the woman I love. So yes, I put up with the bullshit to be with the woman I love. 
And that's almost like in my vows. Sickness and health, better for worse. You know what? The worse and the, and the sickness comes out half through the month. I have to listen to it. I deal with it because I love her that much that I can't wait for my wife to come out and BPD to go back in to its little fucking hole and wait to come out again. But I love my wife so much and I love everything about her. That I can't wait to be sorry. That I can't wait to be with her. Because BPD takes over and like knocks her out, puts chloroform right over her mouth, and knocks her out, puts her away, comes out and does its fucking thing, and tries to hurt me. And then finally my wife wakes up, beats the shit out of BPD, puts it back, and comes out and is the most loving, wonderful person I've ever known in my life. And that's why I don't fucking leave her. Nobody else understands that. They say that's stupid, that's ridiculous. You put up all that bullshit for that. Yes, I do. Because my wife is the most beautiful, wonderful person I've ever known. And that's why I fucking married her. And that's why I've been with her for 34 years. Because when she's there, she's the most loving, wonderful person I have ever fucking known. She is so kind. I mean, there's many times, there was one time there was a homeless person asking for change at the corner. And she said, can you do me a favor? Stay here for 10 minutes. We'll be right back. We went down to McDonald's and bought them food, brought it back. And she said, can you stay here? Eat that. We'll be back in about a half an hour. Please stay here. We went to Family Dollar. She spent almost $100. Bought blanket, uh, shoes, snacks. Um, oh, God, what did she get? Um, like a bunch of clothing stuff. Um, a, just a bunch of items. It came almost to $100. Brought it back and gave it to this gentleman. And this guy started crying. I started crying. I said, this woman is an angel. She is the most kind, loving person you can imagine. She would help somebody she doesn't even know. When people break down, she's like, Brad, can you please stop and see if they need help? She sees a homeless person ask for money, knowing that it's probably going to be for drugs. She'll reach down and any change I have, $5 bill, $10 bill, ones, whatever, she hands it to him. She is an angel. But when fucking BPD comes out, it's not her. And I tell everybody that. They're like, she's this. No, she's not. My wife is not a bitch. My wife is not evil. That is not my wife. That is a personality that comes out and uses her. Uses her voice. Uses her hands, her legs, her body to attack. It's not her. That is my wife being taken over by a fucking disorder. That is not her. And once I've convinced myself of that... That has allowed me to stick up for her, stand by her, and so many times, so many times, when we get along, just, I don't know why I do these mean things to you. I, it's so stupid that you go in the bathroom for five minutes, and I think that you're handing a letter out to a window to a lady, and she actually, like, like says it like, that's ridiculous. She's like, you know, because you know I love you. I'm so sorry that I do these mean things to you. I don't mean to. I said, I know. Why do you think I'm still here? I know that, Michelle. I love you. And as long as you know that, I don't mind your BPD. I can deal with it. I'm never going to leave you. I'm never going to abandon you. And I think I've proven that. But yet still, BPD is so fucking strong and evil. It has taken my wife away from me. Because they've always said that their last interaction with you 
is how they think of you. So if you have a bad interaction with them and then you see them again, that's how they see you. So the last interaction we had, she was in a split. She made me leave. So because of that, we haven't seen each other. In her mind, I'm a horrible person. And I can't change that unless we can get back together and change that. And I'm not allowed to because she's staying with a relative that I'm not allowed to go to. So I can't go there and talk to her. And I can't break through the social media talk to her. She won't answer me. And that's the problem with BPD. That's the dangerous part. The dangerous part. It's like walking out on the ice. You're not sure if it's thin in one spot, it's thick in another, and all of a sudden you break through. And that's what happened. I broke through the fucking ice, and I'm sitting there waving my hands, and she won't come back. And until I can have an interaction with her, this is the way it's going to stay. And it's fucking killing me. Now, to hear her voice, to see her beautiful face, to be with her, it's fucking killing me. Because I love her more than anything in the world. And I hate when people keep saying, Mom, just forget about it and move on. No. I vowed to the day I die, even though she divorced me, that I'd be there till death do us part. She divorced me. I did not divorce her. And that's why I keep trying to get with her. And that's why I've done everything I can for her. I love her more than my life. And even though we've been divorced for three years, I still try to get back with her. And I love her. And I would do anything for her. I still would kill and die for her. I love her. But just remember, if you love that person enough, you'll put up with it. And understand, that's not the person you love. It's a disorder that is using that person's body. It's using their arms, their legs, their mouth, their voice. But it's not them. It's another personality. Complete. A complete personality that has hungry. I'm sorry, that has um, hunger, thirst, um... Everything, but it's not your person that you love. Remember that. And if you can, if you love that person enough, you'll understand that. And remember, if things that comes out of their mouth that's evil, it's not the person you love. And you can sit there and smile inside and say, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever, until the person you love comes back and BPD, goes back into the hole, and waits to come out again. But if you love them enough and understand the love that they give you is good enough that you'll wait and deal with the bullshit. I do, and it's worth it. So with that being said, love the person that has BPD and understand it's a disorder. It's not the person that you love. So anyways, that's the episode. Um, I hope and wish you well. And just remember, love the person that has BPD because they find it so hard to love themselves. Tell them good things. Be there for them. Stick by them. Because if you love them enough, it's worth it. It's worth it for me. It'll be worth it for you. Have a great day. Happy life. You've been listening to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. I hope you enjoyed the show. And please check out my many other episodes. I hope you get some beneficial suggestions from my experiences. And remember, we're all responsible for our own choices. I'd like to remind you that if you have someone in your life with BPD, try to understand them and love them as much as you can because they find it so hard to be able to understand themselves and love themselves. So thank you again and have a happy life.